Welcome to the Chris Coe and Associates Investing Podcast with myself, Chris Coe, a Wanaka-based investment advisor and avid share market investor. Today we'll look at how the markets are going in general, a bit about lithium and nickel, including two recently listed lithium miners, a New Zealand gold miner, a listener question about the new spot Bitcoin ETFs, and we ponder if artificial intelligence otherwise known as AI, could cause an incident similar to the UK Postal Service scandal, but on a much larger scale. Starting with the share markets, and the New Zealand share market continues to be quiet, even as the holiday season winds down. New Zealand companies will report interim and full-year results in February, and this is expected to be reasonably muted, with a still sluggish economy and elevated input costs. It may be hard to assess the true state of the economy until all mortgages have been refinanced at the higher rates. The Australian share market is following US markets, having pulled back after a solid run at the end of last year. And we're starting to see a few December quarterly report activity reports coming through, although the macro picture will likely still dominate much of the market. The US market was closed on Monday and had a lacklustre start to the trading week, with the question of when rates may decrease still hanging over the markets, coupled with a muted start to earnings season. Retail sales data released for the US this week showed a rise of 0.6% December, which has tempered hopes of rates reversing in March. Turning to Australian lithium miners, which are being heavily shorted by institutional investors, as the lithium price remains depressed following ample supply and lower than expected demand for electric vehicle batteries. High short positions create future buying demand when long short funds start reducing and eventually closing closing out positions as they have to buy back the stock on market to return it to the brokerages they borrowed it from initially. Some lithium miners are shutting down uneconomical operations with the lower lithium prices. Although the mine's shutting down and produces stockpiling for when prices recover, um, supply could tighten. Could be a while before electric vehicle demand picks up, and we saw car rental company Hertz ditch 20,000 Teslas and reverted back to petrol-driven cars due to concerns about higher repair costs. Staying with lithium miners, and while we don't often invest in new listings, we like to monitor IPOs for any interesting companies. Despite the lithium price languishing, both IPOs this week were lithium miners. Carly Metals, uh, stock code KM1, which is a portfolio of lithium exploration projects in Western Australia, New South Wales and Victoria, listed last week, raising 15 million by issuing 60 million shares at 25 cents per share. The price, the share price opened sharply higher and ended up hitting 76 cents and has pulled back to currently sit around 50 cents, still around double the IPO price. Mining magnate Chris Allison's mineral resources snapped up a 10% stake on market 
after Cowley kept strategic investors away from the float. Allison is said to be attracted to Cowley by the potential of its goldfields land package and likes the management team. Another lithium miner to hit the boards this week is Infini Resources, ASX stock code I88, which also boasts uranium projects. While the lithium prices in the doldrums, the uranium price has been climbing higher and recently shot up, on increasing signs of major economies turning to nuclear power as a cleaner source of energy than fossil fuels. Infini, which has projects in Canada and Australia, raised $5.3 million by issuing 25.5 million shares at $0.20 cents per share. The price shot up to $0.56 cents and has since settled to around $0.33. Cents. On to gold miners, which are doing better than battery metals miners at the moment, although still seem to be relatively under-owned by investors overall. And Santana Minerals, ASX stock, code SMI is a New Zealand ASX listed gold explorer whose tenements are not far from here. Media outlets including the Otago Daily Times had an article on the front page that reported a year old resource estimate that was repeated in a company announcement a few days before. This sent the share price up 14% on the day. The share price has continued to soar and now sits around $1.30 at the time we're hearing. The ASX issued a speeding notice asking if the company knew any reason why the share price shot up on the day, to which Santana responded that they did not. Maybe they did not read the Otago Daily Times. It is harder in New Zealand to get mining permits than it is in Australia, and it could be a while before we see production. Still, this could be a case of little old Otago being in the know before the Aussies catch on. We already have a few gold explorers and producers in our portfolio, so we'll keep this one on the watch list. Turning to a listener question, and Betty wants to know if she should invest in the new Bitcoin ETFs. Spot Bitcoin ETFs, I should say. Well, Betty, something to keep in mind is when these thematic ETFs are tracker, hot investing theme like artificial intelligence, robotics, or clean energy list, it can sometimes signal the height of demand from investors, and the ETFs tracking them can often underperform after being created. If you did want to invest, the advantages of Bitcoin ETFs as opposed to buying Bitcoin directly would cut out the need for a Bitcoin wallet and password, which if lost means you can't access your cryptocurrency. And use of cryptocurrency trading platforms which as we have seen, uh, some have turned out to be less than reputable and people have lost money. Remember that there is nothing physical behind Bitcoin, like a building with land, company or commodity. So it could be argued that Bitcoin's value is based on the bigger fool theory, i.e. you just hope someone will pay more than you paid for it. I would keep any investments small. And keep in mind there are no dividends and the volatility and underlying, underlying characteristics of Bitcoin are still the same. On to our final thought of the episode, and we ponder the potential for artificial intelligence, or AI, to 
caused a similar incident to the UK Postal Service scandal or Australia's robo-debt scandal, but on a much bigger scale. The UK Postal Service scandal has recently resurfaced following a TV show highlighting the devastating impact, including imprisonment, divorces and suicides of those falsely accused. Between 1999 and 2015, hundreds of workers who ran post office branches were falsely accused of theft and fraud after glitches in Fujitsu's accounting software incorrectly showed that money had gone missing from branch accounts. Another software incident that affected people greatly was the robo-debt scandal in Australia, where the automated system issued incorrect debt notices to welfare recipients, and some that were larger than what was owed. This caused considerable stress to those who had to deal with the bureaucratic government to prove the notices received were incorrect or false. When I used to work for large financial services companies in Australia, they were having to pay back customers because automatic payments were incorrect. And this went back 15 years or more in some cases. I've never been a fan of automating my investing after what I've seen in the financial service industry with anything from auto rebalancing or fees being calculated and, in, and deducted incorrectly. So if we become heavily reliant on AI and humans are not paying close enough attention, then something like the UK postal issue could happen on a much larger and more devastating scale. While the idea is to be more productive with AI, it will be a long time before we do not need humans to oversee AI systems, in my humble opinion. Incidents such as the postal workers and robo-debt robo scandal will always happen as long as the people who have control over systems are not held accountable. To date, no one has been charged for the post office scandal and no politicians in the robo-debt scandal. To end on a positive note, I'm sure the overall impact of AI will be po hugely positive and we have many prominent people in the know that are advocating for slowing down the AI rush to focus on the potential negative impacts. Well, that's the lot for this week and we'll be back next Friday with more investing chat. Thank you for listening.